Hello, podcast friends. It's Justin here. And Nathan. Yeah. Right beside That's me. That's me. Cozily beside me. I'm not me. comfortable with this. I'm on the same tape <laughs> side of the table as you. I don't like it. The reason we're on the, yeah, the same so side of... together. Though. Oh, thank you. We are very cute together. Your whiskey's not even at the right place. I know. It's all very bad. The reason that we're on the same side of the table is because we have a very special guest right here in this moment, our friend and yours, Adam Foster. Thank you. Hi! Thank you. Hello, everybody. A brand new record out called Dirty City, right, Adam? That's right. Dirty City, available everywhere? 10-4. 10-4. October 4th. Yep. Okay. And our friend Adam here is a Nashville singer-songwriter. I played in a band with Adam for a while. I also um, know him. <laughs> he's played, he's, he's, you got a show coming up at the Springwater here in Nashville Spring on Water. October 27th? That's right. All right. My yes. birthday. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. And so Adam's here to, you want to say a little something about the record and um, place a tune maybe? Yeah, sure. Um, it's out, uh, you know, like I said, October 4th. Um, and you can get it through adamfoster.com, you know, or all your streaming platforms. It's called Dirty City. Um, it was a lot of, it was fun. It was a tough record to make. Made it with some great people though. Randy Ross produced it, a friend of mine, and um, Matthew Hunt's on there. Um, yeah, a few, you know, the few good players, and um, it was one of those, uh, you know, just kind of a crucible type experiences. It was, it was tough. It was a small hot room with very little air conditioning, but uh, it was, uh, I don't know, it was, it was a, uh, maybe because of that, I don't know. We, I feel like we pushed ourselves a little bit to, um, yeah, to go a little further than my last record, and um, so I'm, I'm really happy with it. I'm proud of it, and, and uh, hope people like it. All the best records were made in small, unair conditioned rooms, yeah. I think. That's a fact. Yeah. yeah. It's a slight masochist. If you're a kid right now with logic in your bedroom and a laptop, just turn your AC off. Yeah. Ask your mom if you can turn off your AC yeah. before you lay down a sick beat. Stop your allowance. Stop bringing you PB&J sandwiches. Speaking yeah. of sick beats, yeah. uh, what do you want to do? All right. Well, I'll do the, um, the title track here, uh, acoustically, of course, and... Um, yeah, Dirty City, here it goes. Dirty City, Adam Foster. Hear the devil trying to get into heaven. See the dog trying to run away. See mama rob the 7 Eleven. I better get on my knees and pray. I see brother pushing dope on the corner. Sister street walking again. Weather's getting warmer and warmer I better get on my knees, amen I'm gonna pray, I'm gonna run I'm gonna buy the world's biggest gun Live in the woods, give it a whirl Bottle of whiskey and a pretty girl Dirty city, full of headaches Dirty city, full of blood Dirty city, full of heartbreak Dirty city, it's a pity no one burned this town to the ground A long time ago A long time ago My priest is running numbers and card games Cops don't know which way to turn 
Noise in my head driving me insane I'm at the point of no return I'm gonna beg, I'm gonna plead I'm gonna leave at the greatest speed Fence myself in, hide from the world Bottle of whiskey and a pretty girl Dirty city, full of headaches Dirty city, full of blood Dirty city, full of heartbreak Dirty city, it's a pity No one burned this town to the ground A long time ago long time ago in the back by the jukebox where we used to dance oh yeah dirty city full of headaches dirty city full of blood dirty city full of heartbreak no one burned this town to the ground A long time ago A long time ago <laughs> Great Thanks, job, man. Thank you. Great job. Dirty City out October 4th, right? That's right. Show at the Springwater October 27th. Also, if you happen to be alone that evening uh, and not in Nashville, think of me. Uh, <laughs> special appearance by Podcast Dog on that one. A little jingle in the background. Great job, Adam Foster. Thank you. And on to the podcast. fun here welcome back to nothing but a bob thing oh yeah that's our motto i think we have fun here i'm looking at a fun drawing of myself that nathan snuck into my bob notebook well i i got stuck on the wrong side of the table next to a notebook i had no choice but to (laughs) to doodle a screaming face (laughs) it's it's It's, the only thing i can do it's what you do yeah it's what you do um this we're recording this on uh September 26th. It's been a weird day. A momentously <laughs> weird day. Um, a great day. A yeah. fun day. Yeah, a good day. Earlier today, if you don't know about this already, Nathan and I were on the Colin McEnroe show out of WNPR in Connecticut. Yes. Um, that's available as a podcast, too, so just look up the Colin McEnroe show. M-C-E-N-R-O-W. Yes. Um, yeah. To, we, we got to talk about some Bob. We did. Next to a New York Times employee, which crazy <laughs> makes no sense <laughs> whatsoever. But it was a blast. Oh, it was so fun. Um, oh. And we had a great time. And they were so nice to invite us on. Jonathan McNichol, the producer. Colin, the host. 
Um, incredible that we got to do that. And it's really, I mean, honestly, here's here's the truth. It's only because of y'all. It's only because of the listeners. It's because of the hashtag Bob Mob. Hashtag, That's a thing I'm starting now, I by the way. We're the that. Bob Mob. Oh, I love it so much. You know why mm. Why we're that? It rhymes. I love it so much I'm eating popcorn right now. I don't even care. <laughs> um, no, yeah, the Bob Mob. I love that. That's great. Um, so thank you all for making this show what it is. All of our friends, you know who you are. Oh, we got to do a shout out for uh, Col- uh, not Colin. Um, oh my gosh! On Twitter today, Chris, 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 Chris on Twitter has been blowing us up for a long time. Thank you, Chris. You know who you are, um, and was really the first person to bring attention to us. I mean, I think this is our Bob fact, right? It's not a Bob fact. Well, but it's like a news. no. We have an actual Bob fact, right? We do have a Bob fact. Okay, but it's related to what he. He brought up, isn't it? It is. Okay. So let's go. So, um, well, you you talk about what okay. Chris said while right. I pull this up. Here. Yeah, Chris Chris hipped us to this thing called the Bob Ross Experience, which is going to be in Muncie, Indiana. You guys and gals, you humans, um, it's going to be in Muncie. It's going to be at WIPB where the first several seasons of The Joy of Painting were recorded. This is in the old house that WIPB was using for many things, but also using to record Bob. And what they're doing, what this what, what this gentleman, George Buss, is doing, along with others, um, at this place called, oh my gosh, I'm going to butcher this, Nathan. Uh, Minatrista? Minatrista. Is that right? Minatrista. M-I-N-N-E. T-R-I-S-T-A, Minatrista. And again, this is in Muncie. And they've got they've got some Bob paintings. They've got that's the sound of celebration. It's in the Minatrista. Minatrista, there you Minatrista. go. Minatrista. Minatrista. Um they've got some Bob paintings. They have original Bob palettes and brushes, like the ones he used, easel. It's, it's it's legit. It's the full experience. It's like you're walking on the set of The Joy of Painting. And uh, George here was nice enough to invite us out, up there at some point. So at some point, Nathan and I are going to get to go to Muncie and go to the studio where Bob did The Joy of Painting. It's incredible. Um, so the most important thing to know, though, is they have an Indiegogo campaign going on right now. I will put the link in the show notes for this, and they're looking for donations to finish the project. They're trying to raise, you know, a good amount of money to finish they're, up what they got to do. Close, they're close, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, they're getting there. They got to finish it. Mm-hmm. You want them to finish it. You don't you want, want half of right. Bob Ross' experience. And imagine yourself going up to Muncie and checking it out. I mean, this is candy. This is gold for people no. that love this show. I mean, my God. And we're going to keep talking about the Bob Ross experience and um, say it again. In Minatrista. Minatrista in Muncie. Uh, you're going to keep hearing about that from us as much as possible. So George, uh, who was with that organization, gave us not only a great quote here, he ended the first email yeah, with a Bob quote. The secret to do... to do it, Sorry, let me start over. The secret to doing anything is believing that you can do it. Anything that you believe you can do strong enough, you can do. Anything... As long as you believe, Bob Ross. It's a very good quote. So George had a great story about um, about Bob. Um, well, basically George George called us out. Yeah, because we don't 
we don't know what we're talking about. Amateurs. And I'm very willing to admit that. <laughs> yes, yes. And so we just report what we find. <laughs> uh, and a while back in the last season, we had come across a story about a Bob Ross painting exhibit right that was the first exhibition of his paintings yeah it wasn't the first exhibition of his paintings not technically no um it was perhaps the first museum mm-hmm. exposition or right. exhibition right but this is what george brought us and i'm going to quote him here little known factoid while it's true that bob did not do museum exhibits he did do one in Minatrista in 1991 with 30 original Rosses and the man himself. Oh my gosh. We did a paint with a paint in with paint him. Paint in, like a sit in, a paint in. And there are a ridiculous number of buttons floating around this town from the event. <laughs> so, myth busted. That's right. Yeah. He busted the myth. And George here actually sounds like he had some interaction he, with the man himself. He was at least in the proximity. Wow. That's a Bob fact and a news thing and an awesome thing all rolled into one. Yeah. So, again, look for that link in the show notes. It's going to be there for a while. We're going to keep talking well, about it. Well, and uh, also, let's not just say it's donations. You get stuff. You get something for it. Yeah, you t-shirts, get a sh- t-shirts. Buttons. Oh, yeah. And there's, there's things to go get. I would love to know if one of these real buttons is going around. So, hopefully, at some point, Nathan and I are going get to get to go up there and not only go up there, but hopefully do a show Hopefully meet these folks. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very exciting. So it's it's you know if you need to rip your mind away from the horrors of reality, <laughs> we can help you with that. We can help you with that. <laughs> um, by the way, that Colin McEnroe show thing. If you didn't catch that live, it is already out. It posted earlier today. Um, that particular episode is called "Happy Little Trees: The Joy of Bob Ross." Um, again, that aired earlier today. You can download that. Colin, I talk to two idiots. Yeah. <laughs> and two very educated yeah. people. Yeah. Right. There's also a mention of Thomas Kincaid in that, which I think is a road we will go down at some point. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Do we need to get into the thick of it, my friend? I mean, we're here. Breaking Why not? into season three. With season three! Season three with whiskey and popcorn. It's a celebration. Season three! Here we go. Um... Guys, gals, non-gender people. I'm not making fun. I, I support that. Mountain Retreat. Well, hello. Welcome to the third Joy of Painting series. I'm Bob Ross, and I'll be your host for the next 13 weeks as we experience this fantastic wet-on-wet painting technique. In the next few weeks, we'll show you how to make fantastic pictures here using only 12 colors, an almighty brush, and a great big palette knife. Here we go, mountain retreat. <laughs> I, the fact that you you said it and then had to backtrack to say you oh, weren't no. making fun of anyone. Yeah, yeah, no, it's the way I said it. I just, just makes it more awkward for listen, everyone involved. You know, me and everything is a little wobbly. So here we go. I um, I know. Right off the bat, new intro. Gone is final grace. Right. We it, covered final grace. Bye bye final grace. Bye bye final grace. And bye bye us painting. Yeah. By the way, holy shit! Now, not don't don't do it. No, do it if you're into painting. If you're two yeah. two chuckleheads who are not into painting at all, right? Don't do it. Thanks again to Thalo Dave sending your painting supplies back soon. <laughs> um, so new intro, new intro with a lighthouse. Oh yeah, 
Oh, yeah. What? It's a new painting. I, I can't wait till we get to this lighthouse. Yeah. The lighthouse is on. Yeah. Implying that at oh, least oh, at some oh. point someone was alive in there. Yeah. Maybe they died and left it on. Right. They could have turned on the light in the lighthouse, then, I don't know, finished off their vodka, <laughs> fallen down the steps of the lighthouse, and died at the bottom. But we don't know. But someone was alive at some point. Smeared off his to blame. <laughs> um, if you run a lighthouse, the object. I mean, I'm expecting if you run a lighthouse, you listen to a lot of podcasts. I probably would if I ran a lighthouse. Drop us a line. Don't know how lighthouses work. How long do you have to be up there? Do you need to be living for it to be functional? Anyway, neither here nor there. That is um, a good question, though. <laughs> the best thing, Nathan. We fade into Bob. Fade into Bob. <laughs> Already. So, in the previous seasons... Yeah. We, we go to Bob, and Bob just goes, Hello, welcome to The Joy of Painting. This season, we're mixing it up. He's almost surprised. He, he's he got his magic white. He's halfway through magic whiting his canvas. Which, by the way, he never finished it, meaning no. right. he had already magic whited the canvas and was redoing it for this oh, intro. Oh, interesting. Hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Uh, so, redoing it for the intro... And then turns around, surprised yep. that there is a person there. Oh, hello. <laughs> and, and says, hello, welcome to... <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I was just painting. I forgot that that's what we're doing today. <laughs> that's on me. How did I get here? I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> now, one thing I should mention for the people who are joining us for the first time, the paint we use is very dry and very firm in comparison to most oil paints. You need a very firm paint, one of our golden rules here. A thin paint will stick to a thick paint. So we start with the thickest possible paint we can find. Then we can put layers of thin paint on top of it. Twelve colors across the screen in order as he finishes the magic wipe. Yeah. And most importantly, in the order that they appear on his palette. Yeah. I do want to ask about this. Yeah. So he has a color called Indian yellow yeah. that he, he shouts out at the beginning. Can you have Indian yellow anymore? Is it Native American yellow? What do you call it? I don't know. It depends on if it originates in India, the country, or... Right. You know. it. Which which is more likely for the color to have originated uh, Probably from. Native American yellow. So, frankly. from now on, we will be referring to it as Native American yellow. First people's... <laughs> first people's first yellow? First people's yellow. I think that's even more progressive than okay what, than native okay Amer yeah. so first people's yellow first people's yellow that's on the palette along with 11 other colors done deal right <laughs> um i'm just writing down first people's yellow just to remember well it's very important that we don't it is i don't want to fuck this up we've we've made this stance now and this is <laughs> i will die on this hill as a country we've already fucked up so much <laughs> can we can we do one thing right here nps for anyone who heard us on npr it's fucking crazy we were on npr and thought that we were child friendly goddamn fuck shit and the rest of those words and we love you but this is this is you know 18 and older please yeah. Or at least be a teenager. I don't care. Or be okay with polluting your children's yeah, mind. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. If you want to pollute your children's yeah. mind, it's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to judge. Right. Um, very nice guy. Very. It's crazy good. Yeah. It's. 
I don't. I feel like we haven't done a lot of sunsetty skies. Mm-hmm. To use a technical term, <laughs> sunsetty. That's the one. Sunsetty. Um, uh-huh. Uh huh. But this one starts off with those reds immediately. I know the red and the yellow and the blue at the top. It's yeah. a very um, almost segmented in those colors, but it's it creates a really nice background. I mean, it's a beautiful sky. I really love it. Um, mountain starts to go in, and it was beyond obvious to you and I that we have added some equipment to the Bob Ross studio at this point. There's a yes. hand cam uh-huh. going on because we get a very quick, very sharp zoom. Yeah, we... So, previously, you got two cameras. Right. But no one's manning the second camera. <laughs> it's just there. No one's first peopling. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> one person operating a camera in that entire studio, right. it felt like. This time... Oh, they're in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's at least two humans operating cameras. So we get a really cool close-up of Bob laying in. Okay, I'm going to say this gently. Laying in some Van Dyke brown. I didn't, I didn't like it. There's a lot of Van Dyke brown in this painting. But I'm well, going to put forth the argument that it's managed really well. Okay, so let's start out with a little bit of Van Dyke brown. We'll take a small amount of brown and we'll go right up in here and let's put in an almighty mountain. There. Just let this mountain flow right off your knife. Again, like all Van Dyke Brown heavy paintings. Yeah. He comes in real hot with the Van Dyke Brown. And I know it's not going to end with just Van Dyke Brown. Sure. But um, he comes in. And just slathers the Van Dyke Brown in there. <laughs> I know. And you're saying they're going, oh, what? But you just panned the sunset. Yeah. Why? Why? Why just smear the poop on it? <laughs> why just smear the poop? Why are you ruining this for me? <laughs> um. But I mean, this is. In fact, this is probably my favorite Van Dyke Brown. Oh, I think Anything. so. I uh, think so. I was yeah. very concerned when he referred to it as a brown mountain. Yeah. Which as... I know. That phrase. As long-time listeners know, that's a very yeah. triggering Season phrase for us two, at this point. episode seven. Yeah. If, I, I mean, Nathan and I, I think we have a variety of psychoses based around Bob at this point. One of those is the phrase brown it's, mountain. It's very triggering. <laughs> it just brings back terrible memories. And it's, you know, I'm going to come back to this again and again, I think, tonight. But it's the sky that continually grounds this painting. That's true. It's it, Without that blue and red and yellow backdrop, I don't think all this brown and green and yellow could work. No. You know? you'd, it would just be very bleh. Mm-hmm. It's... Like, yeah, I agree. I've, I've pulled it up here. So by the time he's done, there's not a lot of the original sky right there, but there's the red peeking out yes. above the mountains. Exactly. And that sets it apart from just being, you know, your basic normal landscape, Colin. <laughs> dragged. Um, no, dragged in a very nice way. Um <laughs> We'll do a nice brown mountain today. The thing I couldn't get past in this painting, Bob is moving at lightning speed. Oh, man. He, I don't know if he 
did a bump or had some <laughs> caffeine. Bob doesn't. Bob, I bet Bob drank coffee. Bob, I think, based on this episode, invented energy drinks before they existed and just chugged like four of them. <laughs> Little known Bob fact that he was a founder of Sobe. Um, <laughs> anyone remember Sobe's? Yeah, he he's. I mean, he was cruising the whole episode. Oh, yeah. Moving really quick. He's still very calm and yep. very peaceful, mm-hmm. but at double the speed. <laughs> Clearly motivated. I mean, I, I think it's probably a new day. I think season three, season one, very shaky. Yeah. Don't know if this is going to be a thing. Season two was a nightmare. Even shakier. All your paintings, are, your reference paintings are stolen. Yeah. Season three, I think we've got some stuff figured out, and we're feeling pretty good. Yeah. At this well, point. Well, you, you figured out some graphics. Yeah. You got, you got a cameraman who figured out that the thing on the side is the zoom and you can do that people are sending letters i mean this is becoming a thing this is where it starts taking off. absolutely so i think bob is excited and into it um how about that little tiny waterfall right there oh man well okay so holy shit so paints the the brown Mm -hmm. i get apprehensive the mountains yeah Mm -hmm. adds the white in to make it look like an actual mountain and yeah. it looks very good it's great now that i'm seeing it without just the shock of van dyke brown right uh paints in his little trees oh yeah which i always get nervous about the trees because i don't know what will throw you into a violent rage well there's not much in this world but one is too many trees and another is you know um the huh. Another is the sound of my child's voice distantly in the background. You just don't want a dead tree laying out here. Let's put some life in him. No, these trees are, for the most part, they are uh, evergreens, which is helpful. You you don't get as enraged by evergreens. Not no, I, quite. I genuinely enjoy evergreens. And then there's, you know, the, the, the trees that are in the foreground later are not oppressive. There's a lot of open space in this painting. He he did do some open space. Which yeah, nice. which I think is great. Yeah. So it's he great. Puts, puts those trees in in front of the mountain. Yeah. And then just swoop. Little nice, swoop. tiny little waterfall in the background. Got the most adorable little waterfall. <laughs> it really is. It It is. That's the only word for it. Yeah. Adorable. And because you're Bob Ross, you put the foam in too. Well... He's a professional. Exactly. I can't. I can't get over it. It's so good. Um, moving forward, there is a bit of a diatribe in here about left-handed people. Yeah, I. I was kind of wondering about this one. <laughs> um, so, I mean, so he's he's shading. He's putting some uh, light. Yeah. On the trees. Right. Putting in some uh, highlight. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's doing it from the right because that's where the light is coming from. Correct. In his painting. Correct, yeah. Um, and then he says, randomly. Randomly. Uh, if you're left-handed, it might come from the other side. Left-handed people have been forced to do right-handed things all their life. It's true. So we'll figure out which way is easier for you. <laughs> As if he, he immediately... Went back to, but you're left-handed, so no one cares. Do it the right-handed way. <laughs> like, That's right. That's right. We'll we'll figure it out. 
there's probably a correct way to do it that's this way <laughs> add painters to the list i mean i know drummers guitar players all been forced to play right-handed yeah. many of them i i have a child that is possibly left-handed he really he, he goes back and forth oh. and this has been a thing in my life where i've thought i have guitars oh no none of these work for him no. I'm going to have to buy a new guitar. Yeah. Uh, oh. If he starts painting, it's going to, I'm just going to be sitting there going, the light, it's from the wrong side. <laughs> He's going to need left-handed paintbrushes. Bob really should have figured out how to help you with that. <laughs> uh, what about the ambiverts among us? Oh my God. <laughs> Quick reminder, our paint is dry and firm. Dry and firm. Overall, our paint is dry and firm. Like a brown mountain. That's right. Dry <laughs> and firm. <laughs> Like our constitution when we approach the canvas, dry and firm. Um, who's in charge? Who's the god of this canvas? Um, yes, and sometimes we even dip a little bit of thinner into our paint, a little paint thinner in there. Possibly a thing that I don't know. If there were two idiot podcast hosts yeah. that were trying to paint and were using like... I. And I'm just going to throw this out there, hypothetically. Yeah, totally. Trying hypothetical. to paint a, a sky that was sky blue. Yeah. And then got a sky that was sky brown. Navy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Uh huh. Maybe that's a little something that would have helped. <laughs> maybe they should have tried it. I'd, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there I as understand. a hypothetical. Uh, this is just too pretty of a spot not to have a cabin, so we'll just take a little Van Dyke brown. It's something that could happen. The word projections worked its way into Bob's vocabulary in this show. Um, but more importantly, cabin. Log cabin. Oh, man. Log okay. cabin. How long has it been since we'd have, we've had a cabin? It's too, been a while. Too long. Very, way too long. Um, yeah, and so he really, he finished the majority of the painting. Yeah. In about 12 minutes. He really did. He did the trees, waterfall, lake, more trees off to the right, more trees off to the left. He rocked. Yeah. Yeah. And then throws a cabin out there because apparently people had been asking for more man-made structures <laughs> in their Bob Ross yes. paintings. And he says there's more to come throughout season three. So I'm excited for that. I'm not even going to look ahead. No, me neither. Because I... I want to be surprised. I want to be surprised. Yeah. Um, yeah so he, he just threw this one in there. Now we should have known there would be something in Mountain Retreat, retreat, for them to live in. Right. Like you don't retreat to a mountain and ju then just stand there. No. You go into your cabin. Um, but it just immediately grabs the Van Dyke Brown. Oh yeah. Makes me very nervous. I know. And paints a rough cabin structure. Yes. I'm apprehensive. Paints a weird landmass that doesn't seem to make any no, sense with Van Dyke Brown. For a while. I'm in full panic attack mode. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and then, as Bob does, Man, fixes it, it and it, I, I relax. Turned it completely around. Oh, ye of little faith, Nathan. The people who use Bob Ross as like a nice relaxing thing must not have the same um same issues with van dyke brown that i have you have a special kind of anxiety for sure <laughs> i mean like i mean the, <laughs> the people who are like i'm just gonna go home and watch like 
four hours of Bob Ross and just zone out. People watching it on planes I'm hearing about now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would be saying they're going, what is that landmass attached to? I mean, you you witness this every time we do it. Yeah. He paints this, and I know where it ends. Oh, you know he's going to save it. You know but he's going to save it. It's the same thing as like a person who watches I like a CBS uh, crime drama. Yes. Where you're like, well, they're not going to solve it. Yeah, they are. You know they're going they to. They always Bob do. Bob Ross is going to fix the painting. He's right. going to make it right. 100%. But in the middle... I'm I'm that person going. Oh no! <laughs> it's okay. I mean, we listen. We we all have our, our hurts. We all have our wounds, yeah. Nathan. And yours leads you to disbelieve in Bob. I get it every single time. Um, that cabin comes together beautifully. The way he just uses the palette knife to put in the door, yeah, the windows. I was very impressed. So impressed with the uh, the red. Yeah, oh, that he threw roof. into. So just a normal brown roof it looked fine it looked totally passable yeah um i had no issue with it but then he he got his red yep of some name i can't remember it might have it might have been a lizard and crimson i think that was it yeah um and just put a little bit in there yeah and all of a sudden completely different cabin i know it it looked very good because that's the only deep red in this whole painting and as i'm looking at the finished product here i'm seeing the connection between that red band in the sky Mm -hmm. and the deep it's a lighter that's true and the deeper red on the roof and it it really ties it together maybe when the old fella built this cabin maybe he was having a good day and he put a little porch out here let's put a little porch on the cabin I mean, I like this painting. There's no, there's no getting around it. Um, it's a pretty good painting. Yeah, it's um, pretty good. Apparently, our cabin dweller keeps his yard mode nice, implying he's alive. He's a living being. Yeah. Um, I do have a question. Yeah. And I, I guess we could discuss this when we get to the scoring portion. Sure. But I'll, I'll throw it out there now and let you ponder it until we get there. Okay. Love it. Obviously, a bonus point is awarded to a. A dead person. Yes. If there is a living person who has a well-kept cabin, <laughs> do they get any bonus points? Think about it. We'll get okay. back to all it. All right. All right. All right. I will. I, I already have some thoughts on that. Okay. Um, he puts in a wonderful walkway and a sandbar, which ties in that hanging landmass you were so worried about. Very worried. It worked. He wins again. And what about this lean-to porch, man? Yeah. Like, come on. I I thought we were done with the cabin. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, he says that the guy had a good day, maybe built a porch onto the cabin. It's fucking nutballs. I can't get... Peapod is losing his acid trip mind right now. We haven't even got to Peapod. But I... Is Peapod on acid? Peapod's on acid. Um... I can't believe this lean-to. He just, the tiniest movements, Nathan. The ti- I mean, a ladybug couldn't paint this shit. No. You know, it's itty-bitty. I, this brings me to a point okay. that I do want to make. All right. At the beginning of the, paint, of the uh, episode, when he was discussing his colors, he said that he would have 12 colors. Yes. And a palette. And one almighty brush. Right. And held up his large brush. Yeah. 
Right. And then he's painting fine details with a smaller brush. Right. That's true. Is Bob a liar? <laughs> no. I think I think <laughs> it's the beginning of season three, and I think they're really trying to simplify. Mm-hmm. But then quickly realizing, like, oh, no, 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 you can't do a whole painting with just a two-inch brush right. and a palette knife. Or, like, counterpoint. Okay. Bob's a liar. <laughs> right, okay, still really, okay, the only equipment, mm-hmm. brush-wise, yeah. I saw in this episode was the two-inch brush, yeah. palette knife, and a fan brush. That's three brushes. Yes. But, is but we were promised a brush and a All right, fine, palette fine, knife. Fine, fine, fine. This time he's a liar. Bob's a liar. All right, fine. <laughs> fine. Sometimes Bob's a liar. I'm sorry, you caught me. I think it's time to rate this painting. <laughs> is it time to rate the painting? I think already? it's time to rate this painting. I mean, I've got myself a big glass of iced tea <coughs> whiskey um, here, and <laughs> I'm ready. I'm in the right frame of mind. It's time. To pull out our middle school rubric. That's right. And rate this painting. Um, So, for those new to the show, we do rate every single Bob Ross painting, whether we want to or not. Yeah, totally. And we don't know what we're doing. (laughs) On a scale of 1 to 20. Correct. There are five categories. Four points available in each category. It's true. The categories are visual impact. Big one. Interpretation and creativity, mm. composition and design. Oh yeah, the the category which I feel like he gets dinged on the most. Composition and design. Yeah, yeah. craftsmanship uh-huh. and criteria. Oh, that was in French. Criteria. Criteria. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is really for us, it's the title of the painting. Mm-hmm. It's the intent behind the painting. Right. So we see Mountain Retreat and we think there better be a fucking Mountain Retreat. Now, in addition, there are bonus points awarded as we see fit. <laughs> Mythical creatures. Mythical creatures get bonus points. A dead alcoholic. Absolutely. Bonus point. Murder victim. Bonus. <laughs> Mauled by a bear. Mauled by a bear was my favorite. We should have given it an extra bonus point. <laughs> Mythical tuna. Anyway. <laughs> um Let's do it. Let's All jump right. right in. Let's jump right in. So, first category, visual impact. Yeah. Now, I think I know where you are going to land on this, but I'm going to ask anyway. Okay. Uh, how would you rate this one to four? Four being it has the power to wow the viewer. Mm. One being it has no impact on you whatsoever. I think it's four for me. I knew you would. <laughs> what about you? Um. I think that's, no, I think that's fair on this one. It's pretty. Yeah. It's very pretty. It's, it's definitely more powerful Yes. to me than yeah. a lot of his paintings. Agreed. I mean, I know a lot of them are just normal landscapes, Colin. But <laughs> You can't help yourself. I really can't. can't. I love, by the way, I loved Final Grace. Final Grace is a beautiful painting. Yeah. yeah. Unless someone messes it up. <clears throat> two people anyway two, yeah um, um composition no interpretation no, we, and creativity sorry, jesus uh so interpretation and creativity yeah mostly the creativity sure. is what we're rating here oh, yeah. the effort was far beyond that required uh-huh. is a four all the way down to a one it's incomplete and lacks attention to details not that <laughs> um <clears throat> 
I'm feeling generous tonight, Nathan. I kind of am too, because I want to bump it down to a three, but I don't think I'm gonna. It's not in my heart. Yeah, it's a four. Um, yeah, no, I I can't really bump it down at all. So far, so good, Bob. Um, the so far, looking back at seasons one and two, I think the painting we were most enthusiastic about was Black and White Seascape. Yeah. And we gave that a hundred percent. That got a hundred percent. It did. Um, and I mean, go back to that one if you haven't seen it in a while. Look up an image of it, and I think you'll see why we like it. This one is nothing like that, but it Not is. At all. It's a masterful painting. I think it's got a little something to it. It's got a little something, something. I taste it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, composition and design. Okay. The design effectively fills okay. the space. All right. All the way down to the design spaces, somewhat used. <laughs> so I love the uh, lack of fullness. I I actually immediately wanted to give this a four. Okay. Because, and this is one thing we've dinged Bob on so many times. Right. Just too much. Too much he, piddling. He, he will he'll have a good painting and then just change the focus of the painting with some big monstrosity of something agreed that he throws in the foreground right i don't like that no no this one even the gigantic tree to the left yeah i mean it's a huge tree not the focus point it didn't obscure the painting at all the focal point is still the mountain it is and still the sky i love that Right down the middle with the waterfall. That's what you want. And if you're picturing yourself in this painting, maybe you're in a canoe in this water, mm-hmm. and you just to come around a corner and approach this beautiful scene. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be in a canoe. No, powerboat. No, I'm not. Kayak. A, I'm not really a water guy. Float. I wouldn't thing. be in this paint. I, okay. The water. Right. I. But uh, here's the thing. <laughs> this is not his top work, and I think at this point, we've seen some top Bob. Yeah, and we've seen some low bob. Uh, so I'm gonna argue for a three here rather okay. than a four. What What is your argument for a three? It's just not the best that we've seen in terms of composition and design. Um, you know, okay. I understand the three. Yeah. And I guess if I'm looking at it from just how he has designed it. Right. I would give it a four. Okay. The composition is a little bit... I, I see where see it where would get bumped down to a three. Yeah. Because it's not anything blam. Yeah, like it's no, not... No, no. It's... It, 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 yeah. No. But I and, do and, like the design. I thought I would never say this, but it's a little lacking on the right side. Oh, see, I like that. I do like that. I like the fact that it's lacking. Yeah. <sighs> okay, I'll go with a three. All right, three it is. We'll do a three. Look at us compromising. All right. Craftsmanship! It's a four. Automatically a four. You don't even know. So four is the design is beautiful and complete. Yeah. A one is it's careless. It's beautiful. In creation. It's beautiful and complete. It's It's done. It, it's fairly neat. He didn't overdo it. It's pleasing and partially complete. Oh, is that a three? That's a three. Oh, boy. Okay. Or it's beautiful and complete. It's a four. 
The only thing that made this more complete is a dead body floating in the middle of that water. But I, I now that you've mentioned it, <laughs> I do feel like just something right here by yeah. my thumb, right just in the one, lower right hand corner, right. Just one little tiny I know, thing. I know. So it's a three. We can't give it a clean sweep. Oh man, it bums me out. I know. I know. If you hadn't pointed that out, I would have been all gung ho about That's what fours, this show and now is it's all about. I see. That's what the show's about. Uh, okay. Again, reminder to all listeners: we have no business doing any of this. No. And final. Yes. Is the criteria criteria we we were promised a mountain retreat a four would be it followed the directions of the assignment a one is it it didn't follow the directions at all (laughs) this is a place i wouldn't mind going it is a retreat yeah and there is a mountain blam four totally okay so adding all that up we've got that would be an 18 out of 20 18 out of 20 now the important conversation here. Uh-huh. Bonus points. Okay, yes. Nathan. Now, oh I know that normally a living person would not earn a bonus point here. Right. However, right. I'm going to throw this theory out to you. You can examine it however you feel. Um, you might recall the first cabin... That yeah. we saw. Yeah. And how it was run down. <laughs> because the alcoholic had died. Right. Um, not not our words, by the way. Bob's words. Bob's words. The man drunk himself. Oh, yeah. He drank himself to death. I would like to throw out my new theory. Okay. In the Bob cinematic universe. <laughs> that this is a prequel to that painting. Oh. And this is the cabin and the man oh my god Nathan. before he drank himself to death oh. this is the alcoholic mid disease pre death this is f- 10 years before yeah wow mhm i love think about that i love this whole bcu mhm concept the, the bob cinematic universe correct and i like the con- the tissue you're finding between mm-hmm. things here um yeah all right that's fine i, I will give that. him one, one bonus point. one bonus points that's a 19 out of 20 um good score that's a really solid score what that is, is that? a 95 percent. 95 percent. that's an a for bob not an love a plus it. Coming a. hard out of the gate, Bob. There it is. See, I told you that was easy. Yeah. Hard out of the gate on season three. I'm v- I am hope you're as excited as we are. We're super stoked about season three. It's going to be awesome. Um, there are some really cool opportunities coming our way, so hopefully you'll be hearing more and more about that as we go along. I really want to do another alternate reality Bill Alexander. I would love to do another Bill Fucking Alexander. Fucking madman. Love that guy. And if anyone wants to set up an Indiegogo for a Bill Alexander museum, we'd be there. I'll throw a couple bucks that way. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Um, So from our hearts to yours and hoping we never get shut down, um, just remember, friends, there are no mistakes. Just happy accidents. And we love you. Good night. In this series, we're going to try to show you quite a few buildings and how to do it. We've had so many requests and 
from our first couple of series of people wanting to building, so we, we're really going to try to do something in this series. Next week, we hope you're here with us. Have a big glass of iced tea ready. Got your canvas set up. And we're going to do a black canvas. We'll do a happy little seascape and show you how to very simply do a seascape. It's effective, a lot of fun, and we'll be looking forward to seeing you. Until next time, we'd like to wish you happy painting. God bless. a very nice chocolate brown, beautiful color, one of my favorite colors.